Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It's Thursday, April 27th. I realize it's just after 6 a.m., but despite the early hour, someone needs to find Senator Joe Manchin a stiff drink this morning. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice will be announcing a Senate campaign today, which gives Republicans a strong recruit to run against Manchin. Uh, Manchin, as you know, is probably one of the most vulnerable Democrats up this cycle. He hasn't announced if he's running again, probably because West Virginia is a very deep red state filled with Trump backers. And his election will be an uphill battle. It's definitely not a sure thing. I find this interesting because a lot of Senate Republicans just love when Manchin bucks his party. And we all know he does that all the time. But West Virginia is also a critical pickup opportunity for Republicans who want to flip the Senate. So I guess you can expect any friendships with Manchin to be sacrificed in the name of power. Oh, how cynical of me. Some news on the culture war front this morning. The fight over transgender rights is once again reaching a crescendo after Montana's state house voted to censure their first openly transgender legislator, Zoe Zephyr is now going to be barred from participating in House floor activity because she urged her colleagues to vote against gender-affirming care for transgender youth. She basically was arguing that this bill contributes to higher suicide rates and rates of depression amongst transgender youth like herself. And it all comes as the Justice Department, we learned last night, is going to be suing Tennessee over a similar law. So keep your eye on that. I also think it's interesting to note that this highlights a trend we are starting to see in Republican state houses across the country, a trend of silencing or trying to boot people you disagree with from the chamber. Tennessee Republicans voted to expel two black lawmakers who were protesting gun violence. Both of those lawmakers were reinstated, but nonetheless, this is something to keep your eye on. And finally this morning, a word about Kevin McCarthy. You know, when McCarthy won the gavel in January, there was a lot of speculation that he wouldn't last long as speaker. Speculation that, frankly, I understood, and we wrote about in Playbook. Fast forward to now, McCarthy has somehow managed to convince his Republican conference to unify behind a Republican debt ceiling bill. This is a significant victory, and one I want to take a minute to talk about this morning. I mean, Speaker Paul Ryan and John Boehner both wanted to pass similar legislation and were not able to. And yet somehow McCarthy, even though he had to very much beg for his speakership and for his gavel, has managed to strike up relationships with conservatives who once hated him and get them to sort of row with the team, which is significant. I spent some time in the Capitol yesterday talking to conservatives about what they think of his leadership so far, and a lot of them, including some who were not ready to vote for him until, you know, the 12th ballot for the speakership, were now telling me that they think he's doing a good job. And I just feel like I'm in the twilight zone right now because this never would have happened just a couple of years ago. And it all comes as McCarthy has actually broken a number of promises he made to these conservatives for their vote back when he was trying to get the gavel. He promised them that they would pass a budget that balances in 10 years. He promised them that they would have regular order and see all legislative text for at least 72 hours before taking a vote. He has not 
fulfilled those promises. And yet these conservatives are still singing his praises. So I don't know how long this kumbaya is going to last. There's definitely problems I can see on the horizon once McCarthy is going to have to negotiate with Democrats over the debt ceiling, come up with some sort of deal that is going to be much more watered down than what they passed through the chamber yesterday. Uh, We'll see if he's able to get Republicans to back something like that, specifically conservatives. I don't know, but I just think it's really interesting to highlight and look at this show of strength McCarthy has right now. Uh, He's definitely having a moment, and it's been very interesting to watch. As for other happenings around Washington today, at 11 a.m., lawmakers will enter a joint session of Congress to hear an address from the South Korean president who is in town right now. There's a number of markups and committee hearings around the Hill, but one to keep an eye on. FBI Director Christopher Wray is testifying at 1.30 before the House Appropriations Committee. There may be some fireworks there. And if you want to see a fuller schedule, visit politico.com slash playbook. Until tomorrow, I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening.